Hey church, it's Crystal. It's Kids Games Week, so we've got my pigtails and my overalls, but I'm still here to talk about 2 Kings chapter 24. And I want to tell you about a time a couple years ago where I was so dead set on finding husband and getting married, even if it meant going against God's will. I was sitting at the airport on my way to see him, and my flight was delayed several times. And I had this gut feeling. Something kept telling me, don't get on the plane. Don't go. He's not the one for you. I had other people tell me, you're kind of forcing this. And I was like, no, no, no. Ignore the gut feeling from God. I want this to work. I got on the plane. I got there. It was an awful trip. I should not have gone to begin with. God was just trying to protect me and my heart. But sometimes we want to take things into our own hands. Anyone else? That's exactly where the kingdom of Israel and Judah and the Israelites are right now. They are about to enter into a 70-year period of wicked and worthless kings. King Nebuchadnezzar, who you know from the book of Daniel, is about to swallow them up and take them into Babylon, a land of idols, a land of heartache, really. And this is the kicker, is the Israelites, they know the truth. They were in the promised land, the land flowing of milk and honey. They have seen decades of God's glory, God's goodness, God's provision, and they still turned their hearts from the Lord. Jesus said, when you know the truth, you will be set free. Then why are so many of us still in captivity? Why are so many of us still slaves to sin? I'll tell you why. It's because we're not abiding in the word of God. How do you know the will of God for your life? You've got to abide in the word. You have to abide in him. Israelites, Judah, they turn their hearts to idols. And you're saying, Crystal, I don't have any idols in my life. There's no little statue on my desk that I worship. No, but do you have a job that you put before God? Do you have a hobby that you spend more time doing than spending with God? Are you prioritizing people or a person over the Lord. That's what the enemy wants. He wants to come in and that's how he starts to ruin your marriage and take away your job and throw monkey wrenches in all aspects of your life. Look, in this chapter, chapter 24, 2 Kings, God is willing to do whatever it takes so that his will prevails. So I want to be on board with that. Let's read it. Verse 1, during Jehoiakim's reign, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, invaded the land, and Jehoiakim became his vassal for three years. That means he was in alliance with Nebuchadnezzar. He was sort of like a servant sub submitted to him. The Lord then sent Babylonian, Aramean, Moabite, and Ammonite raiders against him to destroy Judah in accordance with the word of the Lord proclaimed by his servants and the prophets. This chapter is really heartbreaking. A lot of innocent blood is shed. People are taken into captivity. But what does verse 2 say right there again, the end of it? This happened so that it would be in accordance with the word of the Lord proclaimed by the servants and the prophets. God wasn't going to let what he had in store for the next 70 years be possibly disrupted because one of the kings said, Nebuchadnezzar, you ain't it, and I want to reign against you. God said, okay, here's all your enemies that are going to come fight against you. He sent war. God loves you so much, and he wants to make sure that you are in his will. 
how do you make sure you're in his will? Abide. Spend time with him. It's the only way, friends. Or else you will spend hours and hours waiting for a flight that you were never supposed to get on in the first place. But God is so sweet and he is so gracious. So take the time and abide and keep reading. We know that God redeems all. So the story will get better after chapter 24. Bye, friends.